the Bondcast. Bondcast. Welcome, Bondy, Greg Bond. It's the Bondcast. Today we have Kingston's own Greg Ball. Now I I had the best time talking with Greg. Such a wonderful, down to earth guy. We talk about Campfire Liars Club, Gord Downey, Greg Ball solo. It's such a great interview. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get right to it. Welcome to Bonzi Live. It's Greg Ball, everybody. I, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and chat with me for a hot minute. Uh, I, I am happy to. Uh, I'm glad that uh, we finally figured out my technical difficulties to, to get on your program. We were talking before before that uh, neither one of us are really technically savvy. So, uh, But listen, we, we finally figured it out and you're on the show and it's a pleasure to have you. So listen, I'm not sure if you remember me, but it, we go way back to, I believe it was 2010 where we first met and you played a gig with... Uh, the Campfire Liars Club, or or at least a, uh, an assembly of of such. Do you remember that? I uh, I do remember that. Sort of. Uh, some some of the Campfire shows are a little bit more foggy than others. More memorable, as in my mind, are the ones where lives come to because we're a little bit more behaved. But right. uh, yeah, that one that one, that one's got a little patchy for me. Uh, for sure. And it was one of those things where it, it was a private event um, on the, the founder of Eminem Meats. His name's Mac. I can't remember his last name. It escapes me. But we were on his private island in Kingston. Uh, we got to spend the day with the likes of Don Cherry was there. Uh, got to have a beer with Don Cherry. Like, how cool is that? Uh, Marnie McBean was there. A bunch of the Olympic uh, female hockey players. Plus yourself. Yeah, I, uh... Paul Langlois and and Gord Sinclair as well. So just a fabulous day, a bunch of shenanigans. We got to golf. We had an amazing dinner uh, put on by Mac. And then and then you guys played around the campfire uh, on this private island overlooking Kingston. Easily one of the greatest nights of my life, for sure. Oh, bless you. Yeah, it was it was fun. That's for sure. And uh, I, I do not remember Don Cherry being there. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Well, he was, he was, I think, I think he might have left before you got there in all fairness because he didn't spend the entire day with us. He was there for, he was there for the meet and greet, uh, lunch. And then when we all went golfing, um, that's when he left. So you might have just missed him. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes me So you bad. weren't, you weren't that messed up, mister. Don't worry about it. Okay. Awesome. So let's go back in time. Uh, you're Greg Ball. You're from Kingston. Well, you're not from Kingston originally. You're from St. Mary's, correct? That is very correct. Yeah. Yeah, research. right on. And then, so what takes you to Kingston? And then what what takes Greg Ball into music? How did your career get started? And then, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, so I I had been living out west. Actually, I was in I had been in Vancouver, um, and then we got the idea that we should go traveling. I, my grandfather had uh, passed away. There was a vehicle for me in Ontario. Uh, so instead of flying out of BC to go traveling, I flew from Ontario. So that's where my return ticket brought me back to. And I was going to drive this car at West. But I was broke. I met, uh, I met a guy. I got a job just to pay down some bills and stuff. I was sleeping in my parents' basement. Met this guy, Alan Ferguson, who is a great guitar player, singer, songwriter. And he, yeah. wanted to start, he wanted to start a band with me. So we started a band. I put Vancouver sort of on the back burner. 
and we're we you know we did a we did a record we we're the harpies uh that was the band name and okay. uh, we were we were getting gigs sort of locally in Stratford and stuff and then alan was just like you know what we should move to kingston ontario it's a great music city it's striking sure distance is. to montreal it's striking distance to toronto toronto you know why don't we why don't we move there i didn't really have a lot going yeah uh, as far as you know i guess i had a girlfriend but it was just like i don't i didn't really want to be that close to home like i lived lived away for six years or something in vancouver i want i wanted to want to live somewhere further away from home right and uh, so i just picked up and moved to kingston were you in the music scene in Vancouver at all, Greg, before you, before all this, or was not, that uh, not with any great success? Like I, yeah. I had, like I played at this place on Robson street weekly. I just, uh, you know, I wasn't a very, like the, the songs weren't really coming out of me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just like when I, when I look back on it now, like the, the, the songwriting was, was, wasn't, wasn't really there for me at that point. And sometimes still today, it's not there either, but yeah. So Upton moved to Kingston, uh, six, six months later, I think the harpies broke up. Okay. Um, and Alan moved back to Stratford and I loved Kingston. Like there's just something to the city itself. Right. Yeah. Um, it actually sort of reminds me of, Stratford and a little bit of St. Mary's, like a lot, For of, sure. a lot of limestone, um, older. Like it's 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 a beautiful beautiful city. It's great great city to visit. So, so you're in Kingston. Everybody abandons you, and so so what now? You just you just branch out on your own, uh, or or how does that work? How do you you end up staying there? Obviously, and you, you you're still in the Kingston area, correct? Yeah, no, I, uh, so just 10 side, 10 minutes outside of town. I love, I love, I love this city. It's great. The, yeah. pe- the people, the people are all awesome. Like when Al- Alan left and I decided to stay, like I, in the, in the restaurant business, you know, like it's fast and furious and yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of what I, what I do because uh, it's tough, tough just being a starving musician. Uh, and I like, for I like sure. Having, I like having money in my pocket. Yeah. Um, right, so you're in, you're in Kingston and you're in the restaurant business, playing some gigs solely, solely. Is that a word? And so, walk me through how how it starts with solo Greg Ball, but then you also uh, find the Campfire Liars Club. When, when where are we at in, in between this stage and what leads into meeting the guys, a couple of the guys from the Hip, and starting the the Campfire Liars Club? Well, I guess it started. Um, there is a, a Christmas show that happens every year. It used to, all the funds used to go to the Salvation Army, but then they got a little bit homophobic. So now we've split, we've split from them. It's not <laughs> Sally Ann's show okay. anymore. Um, uh, but it was put on, um, primarily it was like the weeping tile, uh, like Sarah Harmer's band Christmas show. Cool. That they would do every year and donate stuff. And Sean Kelly, a friend of mine who played, um, bass for Weeping Tile. I believe that's how that worked. Um, he wanted to put together in his mind was a super group, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was on guitar. There's like, you know, like the Spencer Evans, like, like a crazy gifted p- 
piano player, um, all all these all these sort of heavy hitting musicians like Bunny Stewart, like sat like there's a horn section and stuff. So we got we we got this band uh, together and we're backstage afterwards. And Paul Langlois had played, right? Yeah. And uh, and we end up just having some beers. He was there with Jim Tidman, also a member, well, actually the founding member of the Campfire Club. It was his idea. And we, we just got talking, we were hanging out and um, you know, Paul had heard me sing that night. There was a couple, a couple little hangouts, like me serving him at the bar or whatever. And then Jim asked me to, to join the Campfire Club. And That's just wild. Like, Frig, okay. Hell I, yeah. Like now looking back, like I was fucking nervous as hell. Like Paul, before becoming his friend, um, sort of organically on stage while we're playing these gigs, like, you know, it's a fucking big deal. It's Paul Langlois, right? For sure, like, dude. Tragically, I, all, all, I, all I honestly ever really wanted to do in a band was sort of fill shoes, like the shoes of a Paul Langlois, like what he did in the hip. Like I, I, yeah, I I like singing harmonies and I like playing rhythm guitar. Like that's yeah. that's that's my jam. That's uh, a and, sure. and that's that's sort of what I you know when I when I met him and started playing with him, I was just like, holy fuck! Like I've like I've looked up to this guy for a long yeah. time. Uh, but then you quickly realize that he's like one of the most down to earth dudes ever. Um, sure is. Yeah, just super cool and friendly and. And oh, like and great to hang out with too. So, no so doubt, I, I, I lost the the starstruck pretty quick. <laughs> it's like, Amazing, yeah. He's just a, he's just a fucking dude. So yeah, and uh, and then that led into because Paul had his record label Ching. Right. Um, Jeff Montgomery was on that record label, uh, and so was Tidman. So I just asked him eventually, just say. Like, think uh think you'd put out one of my records and for sure and uh i basically did my my first record excessive until august all sort of just was zane whitfield him doing most of the instruments like the guys that played in my band eventually came on like for some of the tracks like i think three of them rob radford played on who's currently my drummer now okay um but yeah and then and then after that, then then we started. The band was sort of formed, and uh, we just started putting out records. Sometimes they worked, and sometimes they didn't. Yeah, you got <laughs> excessive until August 2011. Cool album. Then you got Mr. Right Place. Now, is that right. there, are all are all these albums through through Paul's label Ching? Uh, yeah. You got 2013 Mr. Right Place, and then Spoiled Sunday, which is your I guess the newest one, 2018. Great music. I, I love listening to you sing and play. And uh, it's, you know, simply because of that night in Kingston. And um, I've always told people about you. And, and I didn't even have to tell people. People in that circle of, of the, just the Kingston circle, I think. If, if you're a fan of the hip, if you're a fan of, well, now it's it's the Glorious Sons. But yep. there's so many other guys, the uh, Casador. Um, people know Greg Ball, too, though. Don't, don't show it, sell yourself short, mister. Um, okay. Uh, you, You've got a great voice. You could play the guitar like a mofo. And you're a funny dude, too. That's one thing I remember about that night in Kingston. Is, is that something that's always been a part of your persona? And have you ever thought of stand-up or stuff like that? You know, I, 
I've, I've, people have commented that maybe I should do stand up, but it, it's like my, my, it's, it's a weird thing to talk about. I, I have a tough time sort of talking about myself as well, but yeah, like I, sometimes the brain fire, like it just thinks of horrible things to say. <laughs> it's, like, it's a, it's like a mild form of Tourette's and, uh, and actually, Joanne Langlois has uh, Paul's wife has the exact same problem. <laughs> really? Like, I just can't. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm I don't, getting up on stage and being a stand-up comedian is a whole different monster than than say even being a musician and guitarist up on stage. Uh, am I correct in that? I, I would say it probably is. Yeah. 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 Um, for sure. I, lately, as of late, uh, I played yesterday at McKinnon Brothers, just a little matinee show. Yeah just being acoustic and you know like when you're when you're just playing by yourself and there isn't music sort of behind you you can everyone can see and and like the the words some of my songs are just sad as fuck right like yeah i'm, I'm a total happy person like happy happy go lucky but the, some of the stuff that i write it is it is borderline like manic emotional shit <laughs> So where does that come from? Where does that come from then? If you're such a happy person, like it's, it almost seems like you're up here, but you're, you're writing in your, your, the, 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 the words, the lyrics are, are on a whole different level of what Greg Ball is as a, as a human being. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, like when things do happen to me, there, there are certain, like it's sort of a process that I have to, 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 to I like, I just write, I write shit out. Right. Like I yeah. just write stuff down any, anything that anything that sort of pissed me off or that has upset me, I'll write a song about it and it'll be, that's, that totally exercises that demon. For um, sure. And, and maybe that's, maybe that's why I'm happy. Cause I, I deal with my, I deal with my shit and I don't, I don't hold on to it. I don't know. There you go. Um, maybe, maybe that the whole process is you let it out through your writing and through your songs and yeah. that equals happy Greg ball. Right. Happy Greg Ball. I also have uh, I have a, a a pretty good pretty good existence. I have I have an amazing wife and cool. two two wonderful children. You know, I I have too many jobs, but that's, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I get to get to spend time with them, and it, it makes it all worth it. So, yeah, uh, for sure. Happy. So beers are good too. I like drinking beers. There you go. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. do too much. As, uh, uh, that's the problem with me. Is, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to kick the booze. It's it's a battle. It's an ongoing battle. But one, I'm definitely. I can say I'm more winning now than losing, uh, oh, like before. So, yeah, we'll yeah. get there. I, I try to quit like fully uh, in cold turkey, but you know, you have your good days and your bad days, and um, we're getting there. But so, listen, walk me through. You're leading up, you're playing tunes, you dropped that album in 2018, and then COVID hits, what, just under two years later. What does yeah. that mean for Greg? What does that mean for Greg Ball and, and Campfire Large Club? It's just now it's, it's non existent for a bit. What, what, what did you do to occupy yourself and get through this past year and a half? Yeah. So the, the first lockdown, you know, like it, it, was, it was talked about, like getting together, you know, like and, keeping what a like a hockey stick apart or sure. whatever and like fuck. yeah people like and, and even like posting some videos and stuff but like you got you have to be on the right side of something like a pandemic right and, yeah and 
you know, so we just we just didn't do it. Like, you know, we had a group text feed, and when we checked in with everybody all the time, and but uh, I, you know, it was it was a long time just not doing a lot of stuff. So I took to writing. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So obviously, probably a great time to to chuck some lyrics down on some paper, right? Oh my god, and it not working all the time. And just being able to sit there and and write stuff yeah. was, was, in, was incredible. Like not waking up feeling tired because you closed a bar at four in the morning. Right. And like where you're just, you're totally fatigued, like waking up and being like, hey, right on. Don't have to work today. <laughs> and yeah, right. Woo, I'm going <laughs> to write some songs. And, and that's basically what I did for, for three months. And then things sort of started opening up again. Uh, we got right. the, uh, and then we got the band together again because we were allowed, but not the campfire like my band. And then we locked down again. Yeah, so, yeah. But to you know, we've gotten we have a McKinnon Brothers back to the farm coming up. Uh, that's our that's our going to be our first sort of band band gig. Um, and we have eight eight new songs. Awesome. Now, is this solo Greg Ball or is this with the Campfire Liars Club? Or, no, or? This, this is solo, solo, solo Greg Ball. Yep. So myself, okay. Joe, Joe Carscallon, who right. is also now a Campfire Liar, Rob Gillette and Rob Radford. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, we feel good. We feel good about the tunes. Like they, they have a little bit more. These like and also the, these ones aren't really, really that sad either. Like some of them, like one one in particular is called Dos Catalicos. It's just, it's called, well, like two Catholics, basically. Now, I'll just say there's, I, I didn't necessarily, it's not a personal record, or it's not like personal songs. Like these are just songs that I wanted to make, which is, right. totally, which is totally different for me. Like it did, you know, because normally there's a, a personal story attached, but this is just, these are just tunes and it feels, feels good, feels totally different. When can we expect uh, the album to come out? Is there a name for the new album, or are we there yet? Or one in particular, like those those Catalicos would be kind of cool name for a record. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, I was thinking uh, there's one tune that I wrote, and I actually I did a little bit, little bit of recording with um, Chris Abbott of Chris and D and the um, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Just when we were allowed to get back together. Um, and you know, double vaxxed and stuff like that. There's one song in particular called Pinkney Sweet or Pinkney Sweet, sorry. Um, and it's a uh, it's about uh, this place in Stratford actually that uh, I played the Boar's Head Pub. I play there all the time. Okay. Uh, um, and they always put you up in a room, and room 216 is the Pinkney Suite. And I just wrote it like just I was just missing Stratford, sort of yeah. not being able to go there and see my good buddy jay ford who owns the place like so i just got thinking about that and wrote that song and she chris abbott really likes it she thinks it's a it's it's a good it's a banger it's right a banger. on and pinkney suite is also i think would be a good name for a band or not it, a band, uh, uh, an album, album name or, yeah yeah well I listen I look forward to it, and and I know I got a bunch of friends that they're all on here. Hopefully, they'll catch this tonight or at some point. 
you know, you're you're definitely talked about in the in this circle. You know, being the hip and stuff, and you know, you're 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 great buddies with with Paul and and some of the other guys. So I'd be remiss if I never asked you if if you had a relationship or were friends with with Gord Downey from the hip. Well, yeah, um, like we knew, we we knew each other um, uh, and were very friendly to one another. Like you know, didn't. We weren't on the level where I have his phone, like, or had his phone number or anything like right. that. He would come into the Red House for a while there. Him and his brother, Pat, were, were living in town, and he would come into the Red House on Tuesdays. You know, we had, we had yeah, he was, he was good. When we played uh, Rock rock First Band um, on the stage that day, and Gord walked up, gave me a hug. And he's awesome. like, how you doing? It's like, well, I'm fucking nervous as hell. Like, <laughs> I'm losing it. And he's just like, man, just go up there. You just got to leave it all on the stage. And I was just yeah. like, fucking right. He just told me to go up there and leave it all on the stage. And it's like, yeah. Words of wisdom from a legend right there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Holy right. Shit. Yeah. There's, uh. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So you mentioned live shows coming up. Uh, you're heading back to the farm at McKinnon. That's a big show coming up for you guys. Is there yeah. anything else you got big lined up for the rest of the year or into 2022? Uh, yeah, so it's a Mark Kingston. So listen, yeah, we we're just I, I lost you when I asked you about what what the plans were upcoming for the end of 2021 and 2022. Maybe you can run through that again because I didn't yeah. get it. Um, so uh, Thursdays, I got to- Playing Market Square this Thursday in Kingston. Thursday after that, going up to the Westport, the the Cove. Nice. Uh, and then the next two Thursdays, just to finish off August, I'm playing at the Ivy um, in Ivy Lee. Yeah, I've uh, I I whipped down to Stratford not too long ago. I played a gig down there. I, w- I would imagine as a band, we're gonna we're probably gonna try and start booking some stuff. And Campfire Campfire Liars Club, anything in the works there? Campfire Club, we were thinking we wanted to get down to Panchancho because we always do. Well, except for last year, there's there's always right. a, a backyard barbecue there. Okay, uh, but it's just uh, it's just not feasible, just with the the spacing and the in the way that things are sat. You know, you kind of want to get paid to play, right? Right, and you don't want to jack up a ticket too too crazy right so right um so we're i think i think we're just sort of on a on a bit of a hiatus like now we can get together and jam yeah uh, where there's probably probably going to be one of those coming up probably around paul's birthday actually the i guess the 21st or 22nd or something like that cool. the that must always be a good time getting together with those guys and just and just jamming and having fun oh. right especially after the break <laughs> oh, jeez man. i could only Good. imagine there's uh, there's Joe. So we we were going over to Joe's house because he's got a nice back deck. Uh, we went over to his place one time, and he has surveillance cameras. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we looked back on the surveillance camera. And it was a laugh. I, wow. like, I can't really get into details, but somebody fell down the stairs. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and then Joe put it all the Benny Hill music. Like it was just nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. Well, I was, I was going to mention maybe it could be something like a Facebook live stream, uh, this little get-togethers and stuff, but maybe not so much. No, man. <laughs> no way. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty funny. 
Well, listen, man, I cannot thank you enough. I do apologize for the, the shoddy uh, connection here and stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's a two-way street, man. It could be my connection, too. But uh, yeah. thanks very much um, for your time as well. Thanks for uh, yeah, giving me a uh, listen every once in a while. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. And, and I do to everybody I talk to, I was like, oh, Greg Ball's coming on, or I'm trying to get Greg Ball. And, and everybody knows, like I posted today, that you're going to be on the show tonight. And I got a couple of great feedback, some some messages and stuff. Oh, I love Greg Ball, blah, blah, blah. So, dude, you you definitely are, are, are loved out there. I love you. And right. I know I've had, I've tried to get you on for a while, but it's one thing or another, mostly on my end traveling around on the road through the USA on a bus is not always the easiest thing to do alone. So no, dad, during yeah. the pandemic, no, no, doubt. Oh, dude, it's, it's been a four months on the road. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Anyways, I can't thank you enough. I wish you all the best with your solo career, uh, Greg ball, and then uh, campfire liars club with the boys go, go continue to make great music. And, and I uh, wish you all the best of, of future success out there, bro. Same to you, buddy. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. Yeah, take, care, take care. Be safe out there. You bet, man. All right. Thank you. Greg Ball, everybody. Wow, what a treat. Love that guy. Well, that's the show. Hope you enjoyed the Bondcast with Greg Ball. Such a great guy. Make sure to go check out his music on all the streaming platforms. He'll have new music coming out soon, which I can't wait for. Also, check out some stuff with the Campfire Liars Club if they're ever doing something around your area. Be sure to go check them out. And... Check out Greg Ball solo with his, uh, I say solo, but he does have a band, but it's, it's the Greg Ball band, okay? Anyways, guy's fantastic, fantastic singer, fantastic musician. Go check him out if he's in your area. And if he's not in your area, go see him. Go to Kingston. It's such a great town. Uh, make a weekend out of it or, or a midweek trip. Who knows? But if Greg Ball's playing, go check it out. That's it, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of the week with whatever you're doing, wherever you are. Love one another. Take care of one another. Love yourself. That's the Boncast. Thanks for listening. Take care. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.